Dennis. Mark. I'm bored. Really? Yeah. What can I do to help you? You could help me record a new disclaimer. Oh, God, those things kill me. Yeah, I'm bored of the old ones. Oh, they're awful. Let's, let's, what do we do that's fun? Uh, what do we do that's fun? We have a podcast, but we do need to tell everybody not to treat it as legal advice. Not whatsoever. Hostile work environment. Exactly. Hey, an appropriate workplace topic. Hostile work environment. I'm the human resources director. Little Miss Hostile Work Environment. Hello and welcome to the Hostile Work Environment. That was Dennis. And that was Mark. And we're your hosts. Are your awkward hosts. Never awkward. We are suave and debonair. Or something. Or whatever, yeah. Um, How's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you? I'm fine. My, you know, still, we just finished recording our last episode. Hell of an episode. It was a great episode. Great episode. Thanks, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. Um, it's like we just spoke to you, but it's we know it's been a week. And, and you know what? I I don't like pretending with our listeners too much. I totally do. Well, I mean, you can pretend like we didn't just record an episode. And like we, we didn't just record just, an episode. Just had to like kind of. Well, all right. So I don't want to pretend. Like it's very hard for us to think about things to say when we start the podcast. Like to come up with new like small talk. Really? How's it going? How I, think, I think we're pretty good at it. No, I think we're terrible at it. No. Oh. But we're really good at ending the episode. Well, that's really one of our strengths. I mean, there, <laughs> we just knock it out of the park. Transitions are our specialty. Oh, my God, we're good. I mean, there are times when I'm just like, I go back and listen, and I'm just like, oh, I can't believe we nailed it that well. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, like this. Like this. This is going to sound so great. Speaking of transitions... That's a great way to segue into what are we going to talk about today? Well, I've got a listener submitted question to oh, start with. So we're going to do nice. a shorter episode today. Yeah, because it's August. It's August. It's hot. And I'm leaving on vacation. Actually, wait. You just said we're going to be like not lie to our listeners. It's actually July. Well, it's airing in August. Okay. Yeah, it is July it's, it's as we record 27th. this. But it's the middle of August. It's, it's Friday. Airs. It's late in the day. It's like the hundred degrees outside. And yeah, and, like and y'all don't want to sit too long and listen to podcasts in the middle of August. No, right? who wants and to so, do that? So I think we're going to keep the. You know, we always say we're going to go try to get a little shorter on our podcasts, and then we don't. We and they're do. always getting longer and longer. This is just guaranteed um, to go on for like an hour and a half. But, but I, I have oop, just bumped a chair. Um, I have a uh, listener's um, kind of scenario uh, that I want to talk about, and then we've got like a long submitted story by a friend of mine and we yeah. will, uh i think we will just do those two we'll just do two segments today awesome that, that work that works for me okay. does it work for you guys they say it's cool cool all right um, all right so this is um this is from a listener uh she is not uh, oh, she does say I'd rather stay anonymous. So um, this is from Anonymous. No, 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 no. We decided last episode that's not good enough. Okay. Would you like to come up with a name not knowing the story? But Do, do we know the city or state that she's in? I do, but I, I don't think she wants to reveal that. Okay. Um, how about Curious in Cucamonga? Okay. Okay. I like that. 
beats anonymous. It does beat anonymous. Hello. Uh, not sure if this is really a story, more of a question, but here's my situation if you'd like to dissect it. I work for a small cleaning company, kind of like their HR person, but I'm the only office employee. When my boss owner asks me to recruit people, she has very specific attributes she seeks in them. She wants them to be female so that the men don't hit on the girls. They don't have kids uh, that they don't have that doesn't want the employees to have kids so that they're more reliable. And she wants them to be young so they don't get tired as fast. Uh, those are under the protected class, but from what I understand, they're only for companies that are bigger. We only have four employees. Are small businesses allowed to discriminate? Uh, side note, most of our applicants are from Facebook. She looks at that before she even looks at the resume. Um, wow. Uh, there's also a few non-protected things she discriminates against. She wants the employees to look good and fit and non-smoking. Are those okay since they aren't protected? Whoa. That's a handful. It is. And I'm going to answer that with my favorite answer for all legal questions. Depends. It depends, right? And again, with our little disclaimer, nothing that we do here is, is legal, legal advice. advice. But, Not but even I have a, a depends answer, too. In so fact, what it's is, like the kryptonite legal advice. Right, really. yes. Yeah. Um, so what does it depend on, Dennis? Well, it depends on where you are. Right. Because Which is how I know where this person was because that was the first thing I wrote back. I said, where are you? Yeah. Okay. Again, I'm not going to reveal that, but right. um, go for it. Why does it matter where you are? There are certain laws that, uh, well, the United States has certain laws. And we are an international podcast, so I'm not going to presume that all of our listeners are subject to federal United States laws. Yes. I will say that the particular individual asking the question in this case is domestic. Okay. I will narrow it down to the, okay. the 50 United States of America. So when you look at federal laws like Title VII, yes. I believe, as far as I know, Title VII applies to just about everybody, doesn't it, Mark? Yeah, we should probably like we should probably know what what the minimum is because not. Oh, here, say some stuff and I'll Google it. So Dennis is typing on his keyboard, and he looks very intent. Oh, guess He's what? Got a radiating we're, we're full of grin. Crap. We're, we're yeah, so no, full I, of crap. well, I thought you might be a little full of crap on. Yeah, that. Title Seven applies to employers with fifteen employees. Yeah, the I Age Discrimination and Employment Act applies to employees with twenty, yeah. and the Americans with Disabilities Act applies to employers with fifteen. Do you know why I don't know that? It's because I practice in Oregon, where all of those laws, with the exception of the disability one, apply to all employers who have one employee. Right, because we have statutes in Oregon that say that much for on a state law level as opposed to a federal level. Right. right. Now, I remembered that there are minimum thresholds on the federal law because I used to work for an employer that was in 40 states. Oh. But I couldn't remember if it was 10, 25, numbers. 50, right? Like, they're all a little different. Yeah. So thank you for looking those up. You're welcome. Thank you, Google. This podcast brought to you by Google.com. When you don't know the law, ask Google. We've never done an ad like that before. No, that was, it's that our first great. one. First yeah. ad. <laughs> Google, you owe us money. We'll send our bill. Anyway. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so that's what it really depends on is your state. What is, what does state laws look like with four employees? You're not going to be subject to those federal laws. You were right about that. Right. So, and now if you're in Wyoming and I love to bring up Wyoming cause you know, we have seven downloads. Oh, we should talk about that. Yeah. We should talk about that next, but Wyoming is well known for not having a whole lot of state employment law. Montana is right. much the same way. So oftentimes you might find yourself in a state that is only subject to federal law, which means if you have fewer than 15 employees, I mean, guess be as racist and sexist as you want. You know, is that your, that's your advice? No, but I guess you could probably get away with it. Right. So again, this is one of those areas where if you want to be that the law kind of and then there's what should you do? Right. And you right? shouldn't and be racist. And you sexist. shouldn't be racist and sexist and you shouldn't be, be hiring people based solely on what they look like. No. Right. That's probably a recipe for massive disaster. Yeah. Because even if it's not illegal, it's a huge PR issue. Have you never seen the brilliant Seinfeld episode where they are eating at the restaurant and all the waitresses look similar and are all really hot? Yes, I have. And they all get bent out of shape because they think the owner of the restaurant is, is a only sexist hiring, POS. Yeah. And then it turns out that that's not the case. No, they're all his they're daughters. All, they're all his daughters. Yeah. <laughs> but they were ready to boycott the restaurant. So you don't want to be that employer. But here's the, here's the other thing. States have goofy employment laws that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Like here in Oregon... Um, it actually would be unlawful to discriminate against smokers. Yeah. Because in Oregon, there is a state law, and there is actually a state law in several states, that says you may not discriminate against somebody because of their off-duty tobacco use. Yep. Now, you can have a smoking-free workplace policy, and that's great. But if somebody likes to go home and smoke tobacco... Guess what? Or chew tobacco or snort tobacco if they're into like snuff and they're a dandy from Victorian England. No, you have to let them do that off duty. So be aware of what those laws might be in your state or call up an attorney in your state and find out. Or check out if your state has a civil rights division, or if you're in Oregon, the Bureau of Labor and Industries, or if you're in the state of Washington, there's the Department of Labor and Industries. Like many states have some sort of like state office of human rights that will have a website that will answer a lot of those questions if you're not in a position where you can go out and hire a lawyer to give you that kind of advice. So this is, I think, a pretty good follow-up to what we talked about two episodes ago. Let's assume that this... Our, our oh, what was it? It was um, no in, idea. No, the name that you came up with. Oh, Curious and Cucamonga. Yeah. So let's say that Curious is in one of those states, um, like Oregon, like Oregon that has law that has laws that cover employers with um, one. one employee or, or some number smaller. than And 15. she's in the position that she's in as basically the only office employee with one owner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you advise to her to do in this circumstance? This is a great opportunity for you to sit down or write to your owner slash operator to say, hey, it occurs to me that, well, you know, you want to go out and hire people this way. And that seems to be working out great for you so far. It comes with a certain measure of legal risk that I need to make you aware of. 
Yeah. And it might not be a totally comfortable conversation. It might not. Right? And, it it but, might be awkward. But it might still be your obligation as the HR person or as the only, right, to to educate that owner. If Somebody's that owner believes that it. they are under the threshold for federal law, which they might be, there might be other laws that make what they're doing totally illegal. Right. And if what they're doing is like totally reprehensible, you let you need to let them know about the PR risk that they're running. Yeah. Or else they'll end up on a Seinfeld episode. Right. Via time travel. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to time you know travel back to the nineties. Seinfeld. You yeah, know I mean, they revive everything. They they actually did it on um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Revived Seinfeld on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, did they? That that was a plot line in in one of the later seasons. They brought back the whole cast. It was great. Oh, really? Yeah, it was cool. Mark's not a Curb fan, so. Yeah, I just get, you know, just that uncomfortable, like, I just, like, it's not, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And, and yet, I, and our podcast is basically the two of us screwing up segues and sign-offs and greetings. And, but that, I'm, that is not uncomfortable. That's just us. Oh, that's true. Right? Like, this is like, let's put people in, like, like awful situations that. Uh, are okay. intended to make you we the are comfortable feel so in our uncomfortable. Own skin. That's true. Yes, and like I just like it's funny, but I can't feel the funny because I just want to like crawl into a little because you're cringing, right? And see, I like, can cringe I and laugh at the same time, so I enjoy. I, I just it, I don't. Yeah, I can too, but I don't enjoy it as much as you do. So yeah, I just Seinfeld and Curb Enthusiasm were not my favorite. So I've seen many, many Seinfeld episodes. Yeah, it's it's ubiquitous. It's kind of yeah. hard to avoid. That's our segment. That's our segment, folks. We told you it would be a short episode. And we told you we suck at transitions. It's story time with Mark. Mark? <laughs> do you so, have a story? I do. And it's a, it's, a, it's a good story. It's a long story. But the lead into that story, you know, just as a kind of separate but related. So... We have some new listeners this week. What? From a new country. I thought we only lost listeners. Well, it might, maybe it's listeners, maybe it's just a transfer of listeners. Yeah, it could be. You know, maybe somebody's on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Though I don't know too many people who vacation in Iraq. Iraq? We, yes, we have two downloads from Iraq this week. Wow. I pronounce it Iraq. When oh. you first said it, I'm like, vacation in a rock? I thought it was Iraq. It might be. Like Iran and Iraq. I thought it was Iran, Iran and Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, I think that's, so that's just, the East Coast, West Coast thing. Yeah. I don't know about that. So, Iraq. So, I posted about this on Twitter yesterday. Well, by the time it's here, it'll be a yeah, couple weeks. But I posted on this on Twitter yesterday. And um, I said, you know, we got two downloads from Iraq this week. And hashtag still almost more than Wyoming. Correct. Do you know how many Wyoming downloads we have so what, far? What, like seven? Exactly right. We have seven. Wow. Lucky so, number seven. So a follower of ours, friend of mine, Dan Arkey on Twitter, uh, petitions, say, responded, he said he petitions to have us from now on state all of our download numbers as multiples of Wyoming. That's a good idea. So... He says, oh, Zambia, that would be 2.5 WUs as Wyoming, Wyoming units. units. Actually, 
I look, we have about 26 or 27 downloads from That's almost from four Zambia. Wyoming units. So it's almost four WUs. Wow. Um, and what he says is the beauty of that metric is that it has the potential uh, to change wildly in terms of its meaning as more downloads come in from Wyoming. That's true. I mean, if we get hot in Wyoming. Right. All of a sudden, all the WUs are off. But it's, pretty soon it's, having a Wyoming unit could be I, really something special. I thought that was very amusing. Me too. Um, I like it. And it just so happens that uh, Dan also submitted a story for us. Wait, you just outed Dan. He said it would be okay. He's cool with he said we can, being we can a trip. That's a first his, for us. So it's a pseudonym. It's his Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Dan Arkey. He's cool with that. He's cool with that. Okay. Right? Thank like, you, Dan Arkey. Like Dan Arkey, but his name but is with Dan. Dan. Yeah. But his name is Dan. It's not like his name's Fred, but goes by Dan Arkey. Correct. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Dan. So. Arky. Mr. Arky. Mr. Arky. Uh, so he has a quite a story here, and I love the way he opens the story. Lay it on us. So, again, he notes first, names and details have been altered, but not the substance. Okay. It was the early 2000s. Avril Lavigne was lamenting complicated relationships. NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys were battling for boy band supremacy. The first iPods had hit store shelves. Lord of the Rings, the Star Wars prequels, the X-Men franchise, and other films were keeping dorks like me excited. 9-11 was a recent tragedy which left everyone mindful of security and fearful of anthrax and the DC sniper. I hadn't thought about the DC sniper for a long time until I read this. Yeah. You know, a great band name that is so far unclaimed. I mean, Anthrax DC has been sniper. claimed, but DC Sniper is a great band. I don't name. know if that. I don't know. I don't think I, I would advise against. Not your genre of music, Mark. But neither is Anthrax. You gotta. No, I mean I get it. I don't know. Just all right. You know, it, well, we can talk about that later. Um, it was an opportune time. Uh, sorry, an opportune time to grow a private security business. And it was at one such private security and investigations firm that I found myself employed for a time. The work was enjoyable enough and involved editing video, training new agents, and implementing a quality control program for the work the firm produced. It was the only time in my life that I was uh, paid to participate in a car car chase as part of training new agents. But that's a a story for another time. I'm going to have to ask him about this when I I see him again, and I will try to relay that story. That sounds like fun. On a future episode. Um, Actually, I just want to train for that job. Yeah, no, you don't want to actually want to do the job. No, screw that. But training for it, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, This story is about the most unpleasant coworker I've ever had the pleasure to work alongside. (laughs) I love this already. Kenny. Kenny? Kenny was my direct supervisor and, more awkwardly, my friend prior to hiring me for the job. He was ex-military and had been honorably discharged after being wounded. He had joined the firm uh, when there were only three full-time employees and had bonded with the owner over their shared enthusiasm for firearms. In those early days, Kenny would often organize office LAN parties on slow afternoons. Can you guess what they would do? Go shooting? No, LAN, like local area network. Play, it's the early 2000s. I'm thinking Netquake. Just Quake. Well, when you're on a land, it like becomes it was, Netquake. Well, I just always called it Quake. All right. yeah, anyway, okay. where three employees would play Quake, Counter-Strike, Agent, Age of Empires, and other fun games. Kenny was one of those people who in his free time would level up a character in EverQuest or World of Warcraft and sell the character for what seemed to me like ridiculous amounts of money. 
you know you know those types. I know those I types. I know lots of those types. All yeah. right. Um, Kenny also raised birds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Parrots that sold for upwards of 600 bucks uh, on account of them being very intelligent and able to learn words very readily. Parrots which required hand feeding every couple of hours for several weeks at a time. Parrots that stink in the way parrots do and stink even worse when you don't clean up after them. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Oh. These parrots shared an office with me. No. While I'm sure they were lovely companions for their eventual owners, I endured several feedings a day with stinky parrot food. Why Kenny didn't put them into his own office, which was larger, I can only speculate. In order to save money, Kenny would save the paper from the office shredder for lining the bird cages. Being that he had more birds at home, he would save, ba- save the bags of shredded paper and bring them home when he ran out. Where did he keep the bags of shred, you may ask? Your office. Where else but my office? He forbade me from disposing of them until finally there was enough shred to block me from doing my work, and I just decided to ask forgiveness and not permission and chucked the darn things myself. Kenny's personal space was about as disastrous and cluttered as you can imagine. Picture an episode of Hoarders, but mostly contained to one desk. I found a months-old uneaten sandwich in one of his desk drawers. Thankfully, it was in a plastic bag. Kenny had unfortunate personal habits, too. The one which affected me most, being next door to his office, was the spitting. Kenny would spit loudly throughout the workday. Some days, it was... Are they indoors or outdoors? Indoors, is my impression. Okay. Some days, uh, it was every five to ten minutes. And we're not just talking about a discreet snort and... We're talking a full-on four to five snort loogie. Oh, my God. And where would he deposit his mucus and saliva? Where else but his office trash can? Well, of course. Which he expected others to empty for him. Ooh. Kenny... There were other things Kenny did, such as set up an anonymous complaint box, uh, which would be used to fire anyone who complained. Brilliant. Uh, (laughs) I just sign all my complaints. Kenny. Kenny, right, yeah. Uh, He'd use office time, resources, and equipment to try to shoot an epic fantasy film with very rudimentary special effects. It's just like that episode like 20 episodes ago or 30 episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Right, with the, the guys who filmed the horror movie yeah. in the um, uh, storage facility yeah. at night. Yeah, I like those guys. Um, he'd log into the security camera system of the neighboring exercise studio, which, <laughs> oh, which wasn't password protected, and watch people as they exercised. He'd bring his guns to work and leave them unsecured on his desk. Throughout all this, Kenny kept the LAN parties going during work hours, no matter the workload. This bachelor pad slash bird nursery slash office sorely needed a more robust set of policies. And that blessed day finally came when the firm hired an HR professional. Sarah had worked HR for a large hospital system, and she knew exactly how to manage a situation that had grown as untenable as this one had. Before long, we were all doing this fun thing called a desk audit, wherein we tracked our projects and our hours for several days. She implemented new policies which precluded the feeding of animals in the office. What? As well as defining standards for personal grooming and other personal habits while at work. What a buzzkill. But it was ultimately the land... Yeah, total buzzkill, right? (laughs) Damn HR. 
Now, if she'd been named <laughs> people in ruin- culture. Yeah, yeah. It would have Chief been... Buzzkill Officer. I think yeah. that should be your new job title. CBO? Yeah. CBKO. So it's Buzzkill two words or one word? I think Buzzkill's a hyphenated two word. I think you give it two initials. The CBKO? I like that. Chief Except Buzzkill now officer. you sound like a serial killer. Well, You sound like CBO. BTK. Yeah, well, CBO then. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was ultimately the land parties uh, that were Kenny's downfall. One can only fudge one's desk audit numbers so much. I was promoted to Kenny's old position. Hey. Awkward. Um, I can't even, like, cleaning out his desk took a week. While doing so, I found an old paycheck that Kenny had never cashed <laughs> and had possibly the most uncomfortable phone call of my life uh, with Kenny letting him know. Ultimately, the stresses of the job with the low salary prompted me to go back to school and get the hell out of security and private investigation. Sometimes at night, I lay in bed, shuddering, unable to block out the memories of the sound of Kenny and his constant loogies. God, that's vile. Well, thank you, Dan. I'm not sure which is more vile, the loogies or the the birds. I... Well, the birds are certainly well. I was going to say the birds are more disruptive because, like, they're sitting there talking and <laughs> rapping and crapping all over the place. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if he's loogieing that frequently and that loudly. But the birds were in the same office, Ugh. and the loogieing was happening, I assume, outside of the office. Uh, or I don't know. I the whole thing. Kinney just sounds like an absolute train wreck yeah i i once had a housemate that had a parrot really oh my god what a nightmare sounds awful awful (laughs) and then but then i found out how you deal with parrots oh how's that you cover their cage with like a blanket or a sheet or something like that and then they think it's night and they go to they they shut up so yeah, that'll, that'll work. It's a tip for all of our listeners. We don't give legal advice, but we do give parrot advice. And well, my advice with parrots is to cover their cage up with a blanket. You heard it here. Just make sure that you leave the bottom open so they get some air. Well, yeah. Because yeah. that's why I had to move. That's why you had to move out. After I covered the bottom of yeah. the cage with them. Yeah, yeah, it was unpleasant. <laughs> anyway. Poor bird. On that cheery note... This has been the Hostile Work Environment. With Mark and Dennis, known for its excellent segues and transitions. And speaking of segues and transitions, we need to transition into that part of the show where we tell everybody how to give us money and find us on social media and all that jazz. Patreon.com. The, the money place. Patreon.com slash H-W-E. Give us money. Give us money. Um, uh, follow us on Twitter. Twitter's. At, at HWE it, Podcast. Right. That was awkward. Yeah. Um, at a future date, we'll be up on Instagram, and I have no idea what our Instagram It'll probably be handle at, will probably be. It'll probably be HWE Podcast. I mean, we could come up with something it, more It might original. be taken. It could be taken. By some squatter. How about this? If it's mm-hmm. not HWE Podcast, and it will probably be HWE Podcast. Yeah. We're looking for recommendations as to what to name our Instagram account. Ooh, and where can they send said recommendations? Well, I'd just throw them up on Twitter at HWE Podcast. Or they could you email, email them, them to, to me us. stories at HWE Podcast, too, which is Speaking also of where which. you should send your stories, like the most excellent story that uh, the 
Mr. Anarchy. Anarchy just uh, sent us. Yeah. Because we all we know that you all have those coworkers or former right. coworkers. And, and we, we will not rat you out. We will give you or you can give us a fake handle like yeah. Curious and Cucamonga. Right. And we'll read Nameless your story completely anonymously. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Flashing in Phoenix. Um, diving in Delaware, pooping in Portland, pooping in Portland. On that note, um, I think it's time to hit the stop button. Do it. Bye. Get back to Cairo. Get us some transport to England. Boat, plane, anything. Meet me at Omar's. Be ready for me. I'm going after that truck. Oh. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go.